The Haunted Underpants by Dale Shaw, Episode 2. When last we met, our hero, Gunston, had gone to buy underpants. But the store he was in, which did not have a floor 13, had a floor 13. Now we continue. I'd never been to floor 13 before, mainly because the store didn't have one. Mr. Payne of Payne's was a deeply superstitious man. That's why all hats had to be cremated on entering the premises. That's why the umbrella department was constantly surrounded by a solid ring of chanting nuns. And that's why his store did not have a floor 13. Except that it appeared it did. And I was in it. And on it. It looked like any other floor of a hideous department store. Except that everything felt in reverse. No, not in reverse. Sort of negative. The cashiers stood on the wrong side of the tills and tried things on in the changing rooms. While the customers looked bored and told them off for having too many pairs of slacks in the cubicle. One section appeared to trade only in coat hangers. There was a line of men buying bricks that they had pulled from a slowly disintegrating outside wall. You could see a bus stop on the street through the hole they'd made. I decided to dodge this oddness and looked for the exit so I could travel up one floor to male lingerie, fungi, specific car parts, soggy bread and emulsion. But after completing a circuit of the room, there didn't appear to be an exit. But I could see a sign. A sign that said, Underpants. Actually, it said Under Ant. As I could see some different highwaymen were haggling over the P and the S that had been taken. This additional pant annex was on a mezzanine. Only reachable by one of those dangling ropes that you have in the ceiling of school gyms. That are loved by sadistic gym teachers who felt that it was an important part of a child's life to shimmy up big string. Thankfully, this particular rope was only about three feet long. It's arguable whether rope was even needed, but as it was there, I felt I should use it. Up on the mezzanine were underpants. Or rather, underpant. Singular. There was a lone pair of undies folded over a coat hanger that was in the shape of a clown's face. Uh, I suppose it's pointless to say at this point that the clown looked disturbing, as all clowns are that way inclined. But the pants looked normal enough. They were a traditional red Y-front with tasteful white piping. They didn't strike me as exciting or desirable. But if I got these underpants, then underpant buying Tuesday would be over until the next underpant buying Tuesday. So, carefully, I dragged the pants from the mouth of the clown. An electronic, circusy giggle left its face as they were removed, which made me hop backwards quite quickly in mild disturbance. So I looked down at these pants. I thought about their purchase deeply. But then, something quite extraordinary happened. The pants winked at me.